top shelf fantasy. For old time's sake. Yeah. Made it run a treehouse. I got the super treat. Super treat. Looks like, looks like a bottle of NyQuil. That right there, my good friend, is Tia's tea, organic jasmine and green tea. <laughs> I can't crack it, but I have haze from Treehouse. Oh, um, I'm doing an advent calendar. This is day one. Uh, Merry Christmas. The first beer is, I don't know, land beer? Land beer. Land beer. Uh, it's a rustic lager um, from Schilling Beer Company. All right. Kurt Schilling's beer company. Yeah, I was going to say. Where's that from? <laughs> Kurt Schilling put his money to a beer company. Um, that is from New, that's Little to New Hampshire, actually. Oh, actually. Okay. Nice spot. Schilling. I'd say that's local, but it's like three hours away. Yeah, Littleton's up by what? Two like and a half hours away. Loonish. Uh, it's see, it might be a little. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it right. Yeah. Wait. Feels right. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> the wind's that way. <laughs> Based on the position of the sun. Uh, yeah, correct. Carry the two. <laughs> All right, so yeah, top, top so, shelf fantasy, top shelf fantasy, podcast one nineteen, week twelve recap, top shelf fantasy dot com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, top shelf fntsy, doing our usual thing here on uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, it's Tuesday. It's You're Tuesday. all thrown off because of the games. Now, someone's excited for the uh, week 12 recap. Oh, yeah. Tyler's not a fan of you this week. He's no, give, no. He's yeah, uh, yeah he, he thinks I did something which I didn't do. I didn't know I could do. <laughs> so, but it's a little suspicious. Is this, in, in, <laughs> is this in, in relation to your Twan This is. this abuse of commissioner yes. powers? So, no, yes. well, that's what everyone yeah. thinks. And, of course, he says that, and it's bold. It's like, yeah, F you, man. What is this bullshit? <laughs> Pretty much, he's facing George. George hasn't talked to us in, since the draft. Um, <laughs> Standard yeah. operating procedure he for took Twan. Out, literally. He took out Mark Andrews from his tight end spot and put him on his bench because he's COVID. Right. Scott did that. It though. sounds, Tyler thinks, I did it. I'm like, George is gonna make playoffs or he's in the running to actually make playoffs he's checking his lineup but yeah yeah screw it anyway well, well he's, but he, did he leave his tight end spot blank yes so what yeah. the fuck what does it no, matter I mean, it doesn't matter it's zero no zero. He, he, he didn't <laughs> think it went up who knows <laughs> it doesn't even who, matter it's, it's a lateral move tyler brings in the recap though oh yeah them, them boobies mm-hmm. um all right so oddly enough there were no bye weeks but uh 2020 was like well wait a second i'm just gonna blow up baltimore and give everybody the coves uh so baltimore pittsburgh still have not played don't know if they're going to play so they might be on a bye yeah it's, they're half a bye mark that's gonna be weird so it's the um, longest uh, which is week on record actually well yeah because now now it's thursday to to wednesday so they play on wednesday so anyway so we'll recap all the games that have actually played start with the texans lions on thursday night thursday day thursday thursday Thursday, excuse me thursday i was uh, was eating a turkey tip and i uh i was watching the game turkey Turkey tip tip. just a tip 
Yeah, and if you were a, a casual watcher of football, uh, this uh, looked really gross. I mean, it looked gross to anyone watching, but if, if you were trying to get into the game of football, you were confused as hell why the ball was switching sides like eight times in five minutes. Right, so if you're watching with like your grandma, who's maybe not that into football, she's like, is it normal to turn the ball over every time you touch it? <laughs> what is this, rugby? <laughs> it's plays like, these days. But it was seriously a fumble. Every time, they it seemed like they touched the ball. I was... Back and forth, you you would go into the other room to grab a drink. You come back and you're like, oh, well, the ball. That's what legit. Happened. They they're, no, they're what bubble. happened? They're, they're, they're butter based in the turkey and slipping through their fingers. Because <laughs> they want to wash with Lysol. <laughs> but yeah, it was one of the sloppiest games we've seen for a while. Um, yeah, three turnovers in a row with the Lions. Yeah, uh, Stafford pick to Gigi Watt. Then you got um, that Jonathan was Williams fumbled, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I missed all of the fumbles and then in the game. Carry on fumbled the, yeah. the next drive. Carry yeah. on. Great at fumbles. It's just Very wild good. to see 66 points go up and this is classified as sloppy. Well, <laughs> like I mean, a sloppy game, it, you know what I mean? It, it came like, especially the Lions side, it came late. Um, mm-hmm. Or it seemed to come, I don't know. It, it, it was very boring to start. And then, I mean, the, the Texans were a lot of fun to watch. Will Fuller? Well, yeah. So I was going to say, that's the biggest storyline, right? Will Fuller killed the game, and then his season. Yeah. Yes, yes. Some um, of those classic times you go and you have a great game, and then the uh, guy's waiting for you in the locker room with the uh, the old piss test. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bud. We're going to have a random <laughs> drug test for you. Yeah, random. <laughs> you good, haven't gotten hurt yet. Good, so. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, Goodell's playing the Fuller owner next week, and he's like, <laughs> Will Fuller's been healthy all week. Hmm. And just from like a non-biased perspective, I think that all of this stats should be taken off the board for the whole season, and retroactively, the Patriots should get a win. But whatever, you know. Well, sure. I yeah. mean, he I mean, should just go on the Pats team. It'll be fine. True. Um. All right. Deshaun near perfect QBR, by the way. 150.4. 158.4, I believe. What's the perfect? 158.3, I think. Three, yeah, it yeah. is. Okay. Is the perfect. So, that, so obviously, he, he carried that whole team, really. Yeah, he looked great. I mean, take out Bill O'Brien, and it's apparently easy to look good when you're Deshaun Watson. (laughs) Yeah, and there was, uh, what what are they, four? They improved to four and two without Bill O'Brien or something like that. And it was, they could have also been uh, five and one if there was some other random play that happened at at one point of the year. Oh, if, um, no, I'm thinking of the Atlanta Falcons. I'm sorry, where Todd Gurley didn't take a knee. That's the other coach that uh, did (laughs) really well when uh, Smith left. So, yeah, uh, all right. So, just real quack, uh, quack, 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 quack. 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 Uh, <laughs> so, just to recap some of the the other players in the game, Brandon Cooks five for five, eighty five yards. That was nice to see. That happened quick too. Um, Duke Johnson had a nice day. Duke Johnson nine carries, thirty seven yards. I I don't think he's a threat to David Johnson whatsoever, but. Three catches for 43 yards and scores a receiving touchdown. I mean, yeah. that's what we've been waiting to see from Duke Johnson. And that's what he's supposed to be, right? He's supposed to be the receiving back. He's supposed to do that in the air. He's been, I mean, 9 for 37 isn't the, it's not terrible. It's just not good. It's not, it's four yards a carry, but it's like nine carries. It's just not enough. So he's not going to be a threat on the ground, but if he can grab touchdowns in the air, fantastic. You take it. I mean, he had 15 and a half fantasy points and half PPR. That's, that's a good day for what you picked him up to do. Mm-hmm. Or if you stashed them all year, then you can finally play them. Yeah, and then I think on the other side of the ball, I, I really don't think there's much to talk about, honestly, on the other side of the ball, because, yeah, Adrian Peterson scored two TDs, but DeAndre Swift is back. <laughs> Bef- before that, though, I mean, 55 yards, 
he was eight rushes for six yards with two touchdowns. Yeah. And then started the second half, he had a huge three runs. Okay. But I mean, it's good to see that he's they lean on him to not carry on on Jonathan Williams or Stafford. They're giving it to AP because you know he's the guy at the goal line. But once Swift is back, I think that goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, notable, they fired Patricia. Good. Yes, that's big news. Very smart. Yep, decision. Did you yeah. see that the uh, who was it? The Falcons are donating, or, or some, no, somebody the Lions was, are donating to Deshaun Watson's yes. foundation. Lions fans say thank you for getting Patricia fired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just laugh out loud, pony. Uh, that's brutal. <laughs> uh, Matt Patricia sucks. Uh, all right, on the next. You know game. he's five six. I looked that up during the game for some reason. I he thought he was like, like a, seven feet. I thought he was like a big six footer. He's, I thought he towered over Belichick. He's three inches shorter than Bill Belichick. Should have been fired years he, ago. He's, then. A, he's a little marshmallow. That's why you don't so, hire a little marshmallow so, as your coach. He's a little marshmallow that's why they kept. Guys. That's why they called him a, a hobbit in <laughs> uh, New England. It was because the, uh, the the big beard, the ears, or like an sense. elvish creature. And then, of course, if you've listened to his voice, a creature, <laughs> elvish creature, an elvish, an elvish creature. creature, a dwarven man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the yeah. skins and, uh, or sorry, the football team. The football the team. The How football dare team. you? Uh, they should yeah, just go the by Cowboys. the skins. That's less offensive. Yeah, I'm well. pretty sure that's more offensive. Well, no, maybe not. I mean, just, somebody, somebody else. We're find being racist to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Potato yeah. skins. <laughs> <laughs> the potato skin. The Washington potato skins uh, beat the hell out of the Cowboys, 41 to 16. Yeah. Uh, this answered all the questions yeah. about like, are the Cowboys back? Are they legit? Nope, certainly nope. not. They're no, not. no. Yeah, uh, Zeke had a horrible get, uh, day. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just it's status quo at this point. I mean, I would be more surprised if he had a good game. I, well, yeah, exactly. And I mean, I, th- I feel like going into the game, we said that all the, the things that exactly happened, like CD's touchdown in game in week 11, we were like, okay, well, this is nice. A nice little confidence boost makes me not want to cut him. But we still believe in Amari. We don't really believe in CD. Amari has a good game. We didn't really believe that Zeke was going to, you know, blow up. He didn't. Would have been really nice if CD caught that touchdown pass, though. Yeah, him dropping a ball is not... Uh... Not ideal. ideal. It's, it's not ideal, but everybody gets one, you know. So you can't. I don't want to. I don't want to harp on him too much. He's had a great year. Other than that, and the skins defense is still fantastic. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna keep going. Right. So move yeah. on. But uh, we know who you're talking about. Yeah. And then Alex Smith is just back into his game manager role, and he's doing a fine job. I mean, he's he's not lighting the world on fire. 150 yards, a touchdown, a pick. But sounds like Smith to me. That's that's an <laughs> Alex Smith line if I ever seen one. With a 41 point game, you get 150 yards and a touchdown out of your quarterback. But I mean, they're up by pretty fast so there's yeah. no point to really check it out um yeah, yeah even even the, Gibson. even the running game you saw peyton barber get slightly involved which is good yeah, and he looked you know, good too. keep him fresh it, and and speaking of of looking good and you mentioned his name but i think he has to be out to the fact that he's a rookie has to be the most improved running back on the field this year based off of what timid you know uh, usage you saw or timid uh, play you saw in the beginning part of the year to now you saw like frequently him just lowering his shoulder and bulldozing a guy. And that was basically his knock for the most part is, can he be tough? And you definitely saw it in this game for sure. And Terry McLaurin continued to do Terry things. I mean, he didn't grab the touchdown this week, so that limited his point output, but seven catches on for 92 yards. What's that? A 12, 13 point game. That's solid. Yep. Um, Antonio Gibson's combined stat line against Dallas this year. Oh God. 40 carries. 350 yards, four TDs. That's awesome. 
That's amazing. <laughs> and lining that up against a division rival, beautiful. Well, it's a, I mean, that's both of the games against Dallas, so. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. That's what you want to see. Maybe if they go to an 18-week schedule moving forward, he plays them three times a year. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Gibson, Gibson was a, a funny player of mine because I, I felt like you could sell him high. And you should sell him high. And then, like, everything that I said completely reversed. He's getting a ton of snaps. And then, miraculously, J.D. McKissick's, like, falling off a cliff. Disappears. <laughs> like, yeah, what the hell happened? 14 yeah, targets a game. Right. And then, yeah. It's and, almost like Ron Rivera flipped and said, wait, I have Antonio Gibson. I can just do the CMC thing with him. Why bother with all I, these other guys? Which is, it's yeah, well, so Because Gibson gets seven targets. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he has eight touchdowns in the last five weeks. I just had to look that up, too. That's Start, starting from that Dallas game in in uh, five weeks ago. So, quick question. Who's your favorite for the NFC East right now? I know we'll get to the other teams. In Yikes. It, but the Eagles. Question. You think? <laughs> I was going to say, based on this, I don't know. Prob- I'll, take, I'll take the, probably, I'll take yeah, the, probably the, the football skins. teams. Yeah. yeah, probably the None of us sounded confident with any of the brands. No, well, it's uh, the Washington. I mean, if you want some confidence, it's it, it should be and probably will be Washington because yeah. of that defense. Yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, yeah, their defense is – their front four, it might be the best in, in the league. I mean, between Chase Young and – uh, Jonathan Allen and whoever else I think they've got over there. The uh, can't remember his name, Ionitis and stuff. They're 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 nasty. I'm glad that you you know all this stuff because I, <laughs> I don't I don't know the all the defenses. Um, okay, game that I, I saw a bunch of people getting pissed off on Twitter because I don't know that any of us recommended starting Derek Carr, but I think a lot of people in fantasy wanted to start Derek Carr against the Falcons. I would. And then he just shoots <laughs> pants. I, I started Most Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, but. After, after what Derek Carr did against the Chiefs, who are theoretically a far better defense than the Falcons, you would feel safe starting Derek Carr. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have blamed you for it. And he comes out. And Don't just, the Falcons give the most points to the opposing yeah. QBs? So, I mean, I think that was an easy, like, oh, it's like a 300-yard, through-touchdown game. And then flip side, I sat Matt Ryan after seeing the Vegas defense and I played Cam Newton instead because I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to play Matt Ryan against Vegas. They just, you know, they didn't they didn't lock up Mahomes by any means, but they gave him trouble. And I was like, you know, Mahomes is better than Matt Ryan. Turns out, could have played him, would have had more points. Well, I mean, he didn't have Julio either. That, well, and, that was the other thing I was scared and, about. And He's it, supposed and to it, suck without Julio. And it really, <laughs> it really did show. I mean, it, it, the running game was kind of, you know, between Smith and Hill was really what kind of led that offense keep going because no, no wide receiver went over 50 yards. And Calvin Ridley caught that touchdown early on and kind of yep. just didn't do much after. I mean, well, I mean, they were smacking the Raiders in the face in the run game, which is going to be very interesting because Ido Smith had a, had a nice day and Gurley was out. But when Gurley comes back, how do you manage that situation? Because based on what you saw from Ido Smith the other day, he is the better running back than Todd Gurley has been. Yeah, five yards a clip. I mean, that's you, you, you can't just. You know, you can't pass over that without giving it an actual bit of attention and saying, listen, this guy's running the ball effectively. And he's done it in the past, too. It seems like he doesn't get a lot of respect for the things he's done for years in, in Atlanta, but he's consistent. Well, the other thing, too, is, is that they had been working Brian Hill in a lot. Um, and I know that that's, you know, been a guy that was pushing Todd Gurley's work, too. So, you know, with, with you know, Smith having a good game this week as well, I don't expect Todd Gurley to have RB. Uh, one uh, opportunity like he did in in the past, yeah, especially when his like value is coming through volume and on the goal line, right? This that could now be Edo Smith territory. I, I don't know or Brian Hill territory. Brian Hill sucks. 
None of them are world beaters. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not yet. Yeah, they're not they've wanted beaters. Brian Hill to do something for a while now. They've had him as the backup, even with Freeman there. Uh, going back about three years, Hill's Hill's been there with Smith. Oh, oh, I remember. We talked about Brian Hill last year being a major pickup. Or maybe it was two years ago. And also, on, Probably each uh, year. on the other side of the ball, I just want to mention Nathan Peterman signing. <laughs> That guy's well, still in the league. Somehow. I mean, when you turn the ball over four times, uh, yeah, might as well toss him in there. Just okay, and I, we don't need to spend any time. On, how is he? Like he's still employed. That's what I just don't understand. They have Marcus Mariota. Listen, he turned it over less than Derek. Well, Carr. he's a uh, backup quarterback. Yeah, okay. He's the best gig in the NFL. <laughs> no, not that. Uh, Nathan Peterman, because he, he's a backup to a backup, super backup for right. Mariota. I don't know if he's hurt or if he's a, a scratch again, but yeah. Um, I got to find a, tw- a Twitter thing of the Peterman. Montage like a blage one. <laughs> oh, there's, there's all those stats. <laughs> you hear that like some some player could throw it like 500 times in a row and and and, and not hit their target and still have a better percentage than Peterman. <laughs> those are the best. Um, before we leave this game, Jacobs Devonte Booker. So Jacobs got benched. So he's he hurt. He's he, he didn't. He hurt his ankle. Yeah, he hurt his ankle, but he also got benched. Well, he, he fumbled. He, he got fumbled benched off because yeah. he hurt his ankle. No, that sounds. That, that sounds like they took him out because he got I hurt. Think I think didn't they help. benched him the, because the he fumbled. The fumble didn't help. Okay, regardless, like regardless, you're like, oh my ankle. That's why I fumbled. <laughs> yeah, let me let me just because this has been trending closer to a running back by committee between him and Devontae Booker for a couple of weeks now. So this game is not encouraging for Jacobs. The last few weeks, nothing was encouraging for the Raiders in this I knew game anyway. Jacobs kind of like took the reins the last few weeks. He, he had some he was, he big was fine, games, yeah. but um, before like that week, probably five to week seven, week eight, it did sh- uh, look like Booker and him were kind of splitting reps. Yeah. So right. remember we were talking. Uh, I think it was last week, and I was like, "Oh, Booker's on the field a lot." And you're like, "Yeah, I don't like it." I went back and looked at the snapshot. Still seventy thirty. I Jacobs. know. I saw I that too. That. Yeah. I was I was actually thinking the exact same thing because we did. No, it was noticeable. It was one of those drives, a thir- third or fourth drive or whatever the game last week, and um, yeah, and then you know Jacobs did have the yeah. the strength of that, and uh, and it very field. well could have been one of those situations where like he was on the field. And they ran hurry up. They didn't want substitution packages coming in and out. So the Booker was the guy that drive. We, we, we all got distracted by that. But I didn't think it was going to be 70-30. And I know if you're a Jacobs owner, you want to see what it was before, like 90-10 and 90 or 0-0-0 for everybody else. And, you know, this it, it's not encouraging to see him get pulled or see him tweak an ankle. I mean, obviously, he's a powerful running back. He wants to run. He needs those ankles to do it. But I'm not hitting the panic button on Jacobs. I mean, I'm, no. he's still a lock in your lineup every week. Even if it goes to a split with Booker, even if it's 50-50, I'm going to still start Jacobs every week. You that's, can't sit him. Oh, well, that's yeah, the thing. You're not, even well, even like, in those 50-50 matchups, right? So he had 14 attempts. Obviously, the 31 uh, you know, wasn't Booker. But then there was the 10, 23, 15, 16. So there was that clump in the middle of the year, and he was still getting double-digit um, you know, snaps. Right. I mean, um touches and it's tough to do anything as a running back with seven touches i mean just yeah you can't knock the guy this was was tampa bay a couple weeks ago where they ran it four times we'll we'll talk about this a bit on the on the next podcast i was looking at it more or less as a perspective of a positive for booker but oh certainly we'll 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 talk about it i think it is never a positive definitely hunter renfro (laughs) is uh with the team um yeah Mm. sure Mm. how you doing Mm. uh charges bills so just, Bills won twenty seven to seventeen. I really expected this to be a much higher score. Like I thought, the, I thought both teams were scoring into the thirties easily. Um, but yeah, I mean Eckler came back. Eckler looked good. I know we had a couple of questions about do I start Eckler? 
Um, and I remember having a distinct conversation with somebody between Eckler and Josh Jacobs, and I said, it was a standard league, and I said, if you need upside, go with Eckler. If you need the steady floor, go with Jacobs. I apologize to that person. <laughs> was it was the correct points? play. <laughs> it was the it was the correct play. Well, it was, um, but the, Eckler's upside in his first game back was too big to ignore. But his floor would have been very concerning. But he goes out and he shows he's Austin Eckler and eleven receptions. Well, yeah, right. that was funny too. Is that um, to put a wrinkle into all of it was the coach said on Friday's walkthrough. Oh yeah, we're gonna ease Eckler into it. So it's like yeah. you didn't ease nothing because he was your, your highest uh, pass catcher and rusher. Yeah, 25 touches plus an additional five targets. Like, that's not easing him in. Sorry, yeah, I so. mean, it sucked that Josh Kelly got the goal line work. Right. Um, but, again, it, it's his first well, week back. Eckler too, was so. there on the goal line at points, too. I saw. Yeah. I think it was just Kelly was there. It just the happened to be, you know, to sw- switch out probably. Right take a breath well yeah if he goes if he gets the touchdown he goes from a 17 point game to a 23 point game that's the world's different it probably helps you potentially win a match if you might have lost but the what what to me signaled that he was probably going to have a bigger game was as soon as Kalen Balaj was uh you know marked as inactive as soon as I saw that I was like well it's either gonna be Josh Kelly Justin Jackson doesn't touch the ball in forever or Troy Mayne Pope who went negative in this game so Super helpful. Yeah, it yeah. turns out Pope so, is a flash in the pan. Yeah. So, and what what was interesting uh, with the Bellage inactive was, so we sat here, Eckler got hurt, and we're like, Josh Kelly. It's his backfield. Yep. Josh Kelly just appears to be the number two running back for this team, regardless we, of any week and any right. starter. And he he will never be the he <laughs> will week. never be the starting running back because we saw it when Justin Jackson was in. We saw it when Kalen Bellage was in. Even Pope, it's. Some right. points because I think a lot of people in the world were like, "Okay, Austin Eckler is coming back, but you could probably still play Kalen Balage." Oh yeah, I would have played Kalen yeah. if he was if he was healthy. Yeah. Scratch, wouldn't have been right. happy about it. But uh, Keenan Allen still had a day. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he got. I the, mean, he he got the touchdown, the ten targets. Sorry, yeah, Scotty. he still gets those yeah. looks. He, he was still getting the the looks, which oh, yeah. was good to see after Eckler got his six. So Eckler had sixteen targets, and Hunter Henry had ten. Ten targets too. Yeah, that's so. That's a couple weeks in a row now uh, that that Henry has been more involved. You know, ten targets this week, seven the past week, um, and he's and he scored the touchdown last week. So he he's really starting to heat up. Yeah, it's good to see. Yep. And then flip side, Josh Allen, not really a, a huge game, but he did grab the rushing touchdown, which always helps in fantasy. Um, decent game on the ground, not special through the air or anything. Nobody really stands out from the receiving perspective, but Devin Singletary. Had mm. probably his best game of the year. He, is, yeah, he lost a, he lost a fumble, but um, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like we thought it was Zach Moss's field, and now let's go back to like it's uh, down is, the this line. Is another, 50-50. Who do you start? This is another right. one of those. It's not going to get cleared anytime. Yeah. It, you thought it would, and then it didn't, and then you know that that's kind of like what the Chargers' backfield was for a while before Eckler came back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This, who is it going to be? Let's play a game. This backfield will never have any clarity because, yes, Devin Singletary scored more points and had the better fantasy day. They still got about the same amount of touches. I mean, you're talking 11 carries to nine carries, three targets to two targets. I mean, they were right. both on the field for the same amount of time. It's just it, this is the game you're going to get with Singletary and Moss. It's yeah, not I mean, a game I want to be a part of. If it helps them win in real life, they're going to continue to do it. For fantasy, it sucks, but for NFL, it works. Right, and you look at it, and you're like, well, the two running backs are very similar skill sets, and Zach Moss is probably the beefier one, so, oh, he'll get the goal line work. No, no, no. Josh Allen is your goal line back. <laughs> yeah. So, 
I don't know. Every week, who it, somebody has to scamper in from distance if they want to get a touchdown, and that's just not really how the offense has been built. So, As a Josh Allen owner, I love you it. like it. Uh, yeah, bad week for Stephon Diggs, but... Probably yeah. his only bad week this year, really. Probably, yeah. Uh, he, hasn't, he hasn't been as phenomenal as he's been since you put that Instagram post up, Scotty. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Yep. That's... That's Stop doing that. Luck. Yeah, Kenny uh, Galladay, Stephon yeah. Diggs. What are you doing, man? <laughs> uh, Giants, Bengals. Giants uh, beat up on the – well, beat up. Uh, beat the Bengals 19-17. to 17. They um, almost lost, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beat up was the, the wrong word. They they beat them. They scored more points than them. <laughs> that's, uh, that's about all they did. What's your uh, game plan for the game? Uh, we're going to try to score more points than the other team, coach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, John Madden. <laughs> uh, Danny Dimes get hurt. Uh, Wayne Gallman, just what is happening? Start of the week, steady. Sixth yeah. game or fifth, fifth game of the touchdown, six TDs in the last five games. Right, um, yeah. he's RB. Now he's probably RB three since uh, taking over De- Devonta Freeman. Yeah, Which I think I think the you, offensive line has really put it together. Right, that should give you confidence again. Not that you didn't have confidence to draft Saquon next year coming off the injury, but if Wayne Gallman's doing this. Saquon can do. This. Oh, could you imagine right. what he's doing? What, what, right. what he could do right now. Right. This 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 offensive line was pretty young going into this season. It looks like that they've started to gel together after the uh, fight with Joe Judge. Yeah, their left tackle rookie uh, Andrew Thomas is his name, I believe. Yep. He, he has skyrocketed up the ranks of PFF over the last couple of weeks, which is fantastic in what you want to see. He went, but then again, to when I say skyrocket, he went from like very below average to like slightly above average. But if he can keep climbing. <laughs> You can get into that elite category. He went from a thousand to like five hundred. Literally, I mean that's a big jump. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, what's what's going on? What's wrong, Tom? I, well, I'm just like Darius Slayton. The hell is going on? So Sterling yeah. Shepard is seemingly coming out of nowhere. I mean, those pass catchers are a disaster to try and pick one to start. Uh, I mean, Evan Ingram looks like he's the only steady, but Danny Dimes get hurt. So. I don't know what to make of this team moving forward. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts. I think Ingram, I Ingram's a lock every week. I mean, right. even, even with McCoy coming in, you're yep. going to play Ingram. The rest of them toss up. I'm playing Shepard most weeks just because he's been consistently good he's since he back. He's going to get hurt. It's a matter of time, but play him every week. And then the rest, Tate, I don't want any part of Slayton. He's too volatile. And he's not yeah. like boom or bust. He's like... A bunch of busts in a row, and then like one like nine point game, and you're like, okay, I need like forty for you to be boomer bust, dude. Yeah, right. Um, all right, I just added him to our next. Uh, I don't know if we even talked about him. Uh, on the flip side, we talked all week about who's the the wide receiver to start. Brandon Allen was the quarterback. T. Higgins catches a touchdown. Tyler Boyd leads and targets. Not much doing. Mm. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. I, you got lucky disaster. with that T. Higgins touchdown because without that, you were looking at a very poor day. So it's looks gonna looks like it's gonna be like this moving forward. Yeah, this Bengal offense, I'm I'm probably not taking any uh, any shares of even if the, I can avoid even it. the running game too. No, Geo tough game, no interest. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, which is terrible. I mean, they were an exciting team to watch with Joe Burrow, and now they're gonna be like lethargic the rest of the season. All right. Let's get into a better matchup. Yeah, so Derrick Henry took on the uh, Indianapolis Colts <laughs> uh, and beat oh, them boy, 45 dude. to uh, 26. Yeah, and he murdered them. It wasn't yeah. even close. Yeah, I mean, 27 carries for 178 and three TDs. Yeah. It's not a 
bad day. No, I mean, no. it's okay. Not a, not a bad <laughs> but, no. So he's still on pace to shatter his own record for, or his personal record for carries in a season. Yes. Like, oh, blow it out of the water. <laughs> yeah. He, he is on pace. You guys discuss. I'll be, I'll be right. Okay. Last time I did this, it was over 400. Wow. God. And, yeah, 27 and, carries is a lot. And, yeah. So it was 303 was what the attempts were. And he's at 256 right now. Yeah, so he should so, hit this by week 14. <laughs> yeah, he's going to hit it soon. He yeah. already has 1,257 uh, yards on the year. Yeah, I mean, he absolutely tore it up. And then you even had Ryan Tannehill who stole a touchdown from him on the goal line. So yeah, he could have faster. He could have four. He, he's on pace to carry the ball 372 times. That's like Larry Johnson territory. And mm-hmm. you don't see NFL offenses operate like that very often anymore. And you also had Tannehill had a good game. I mean, he had the rushing touchdown. He also threw for one, 221 yards. I, again, in my infinite wisdom, sat him against the Colts, said, they're such a good defense. You can't play Ryan Tannehill. I played Teddy Bridgewater, and I'm going to shoot myself in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I made the uh, same choice, but it was uh, Ryan Fitzmagic that ah. I played instead, and he ended up getting like 0. .4 more points. But, um, yeah, no, they, they did take away that touchdown. It was supposed to be a passing touchdown, turned into a rushing touchdown. They gave it to Derrick Henry, so that did take away points from Tannehill. So a lot of people got disappointed in that. Uh, and then Philip, uh, you know what? Let's continue with Tennessee. My bad. Um, AJ Brown, Brown, right, right. That's you know he he went nuts. It was like the first uh, first play. I think it was either the first play or, or his first catch that he had that sixty nine nice touchdown. Um, oh, I'm looking at that game, that catch and just going. I'm so glad the Patriots took uh, Nikhil Harry instead of AJ Brown. <laughs> you know what he looks like? He looks like a fullback. Yes, AJ <laughs> Brown is, is massive. He's a big boy. The funniest thing too is him when they everybody talks about that picture with him and DK and DK obviously looks like a, a monster and AJ's like hey I'm pretty big too guys like <laughs> hey this guys. picture was supposed to be about how big I was. <laughs> um, Corey right. Davis still looks good too. I mean three for seventy is nothing. It's not a huge line, but seventy yards, seven points. Yeah, that's, that's, fine. A, that's a flex play. I'll take it. Well, he caught all three of them. Yep. All right, I want to uh, correct you on the Derrick Henry pace real quick because Yahoo, I think you looked at just the total uh, line for this season, which doesn't account for what he's carried the ball already, right? I have no idea. Okay. He's on pace between 375 and 415 carries. That's that's where we're currently at right now. I'm not going to manually add them all up. I'm pretty sure that Yahoo doesn't add in the week stats. But anyway. So I said mistakenly, actually, that that's Larry Johnson's pace. Or Larry Johnson carried the ball one time for 416, 416. One season, 416 attempts. That was his record in 2006. Besides that, wow. his highest was 336. So Henry is consistently at that level. That's nuts. That's crazy. And he only had 1,750 yards. He's good. Only. Oh, only. <laughs> Yikes. Um, Okay. But so Philip Rivers was was another another quarterback that I wanted to say actually did really well this week. 295 yards, two touchdowns. Somehow it's because T.Y. Hilton showed up. Yeah, T.Y. looks finally good. Yeah, too little too late. You know, and it sucks. I feel like we were all hammering Michael Pittman all week long. We were getting questions like, start Michael Pittman. How is this not – how is this a question? And then T.Y. goes up for 4 for 581 in the the TD. Um yeah, I mean, Naheem Hines, though, I thought looked good. I mean, I I thought he was really the only lone bright spot on the team because I'm not banking on T.Y. doing that. I'm not banking on the tight ends doing anything. Hey, Trey Burton got a TD. 
Yeah. Yeah. Trey Burton's been like I mean, quiet, it, quietly consistent. It's TD or nothing for him. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. It's absolutely TD or nothing. And and I we ended up playing him in the pro league because we had to because Irv Smith sat. Um, and we've been shifting tight ends all year, but uh, luckily he did catch that touchdown. But there's been the last three games. I feel like it's just a split between him, Allie Cox, and Doyle. You never know which one's gonna make it. Sometimes they all score. Sometimes two of them score. It's the it's the worst decision in the world. Um, but yes. He, he seemed involved again, and I was just shaking my head like, well, can't just one of them go away so that I can just continue to start Trey Burton. Did that touchdown help us win the match? It did not. God uh, damn it. It did not. Our, our shoulders, or uh, our season is on the shoulders of Benny Snell right now. Oh, great. How many points do we need out of him? 40. I can't tell you at this exact second, but... Um, <laughs> more than he'll it's, get. It's more than he'll get. <laughs> Uh, also, Jacoby Brissett had two rushing touchdowns this yeah, game. I was just gonna say, yeah, I was so, just noticing that. That's pretty four carries. Bullshit. <laughs> like, could you maybe use the running back? Give it to Wilkes or Hines. Yeah, but we need yeah. forty points from Benny Snell. <laughs> I just picked a high number, and now it's real. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, do we want to move on to the Panthers Vikings? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so Vikings beat the Panthers twenty-eight to twenty-seven. Before we get into stat lines. Teddy Bridgewater is a fucking boss, okay? He converted a first down. I don't even remember what the play is, but I remember watching him hold his arm and gimp up to the line of scrimmage to spike the ball. Yeah. Rather than be like, Frag, I just broke my arm. The dude, the dude's a gamer. Yeah. I, I thought that was one of the, the coolest scenes to watch Teddy Bridgewater hurt running to the line of scrimmage to spike the ball and then go, well, yeah, they get had, me the fuck out of the game. They yeah. had no timeouts. If he, if he right, well, if he took the hurt, injury timeout, it would have been a penalty. It would have been, a, I think it's either a penalty yards. and then like also a 10-second runoff, I think. Yep. So. And it would have not given them a chance to kick the field goal. So big kudos to Teddy Bridgewater for being an absolute boss out on the field. Uh, I know a couple of quarterbacks that, that is a bad injury or not, though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an update on the no, injury I, no one uh, off no the one top does. of my head. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, I mean, he had a t- he started slowly. He ended up having like an, an okay game, but Robbie Anderson catches another touchdown for him, which is fantastic. Curtis Samuel stays relevant. DJ, everybody was had like a decent game. D- DJ D- Moore, DJ Moore had a big injury. He looks like he could miss some time. Yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't which is yeah. Not they ideal. said they said ankle injury, but he was holding his knee. And so, who knows, but that part, knee down, is never a good thing. It well, was, especially when it you're was non-contact, right? Non-contact. Non-con- yeah. So well, the, that's... kind of. I mean, he leaped in the air and landed on it funny, or like it was off the push-off. So, basically, yes, yeah. non-contact. That's why you got to stay on the ground. Never <coughs> jump. It's yeah, too I mean, dangerous. You have... In the game of football, you <laughs> stay on the ground. I mean, they, they do have a bye. Derek Henry has it right. So, then, next week. Yeah, but they're even talking about like week 13, they don't think T.J. Moore's going to play. Well, they have a bye in week 13. So, oh, no, I, yeah, I mean, week 14. After, yeah, we, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. So, but, well, okay. it's good n- news for Teddy Bridgewater. Um, get healthy um, for the fantasy playoffs, mm. please. Mate. Mike Davis. Yeah. Eh. 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 CMC should be back next week. Yeah, two I weeks. Uh... You're saying two weeks? Because he got a full practice in on well, Thursday. They, well, week. again, they, they got a bye. Oh. Oh, right, right, right. This right. week 13... Let's go skip it. week 12. Let's screw these guys over to try to get into fancy playoffs. Week well, 13 bye. You know what probably <laughs> happened? All the teams that had week 12 buys no, ended up having to I, have COVID buys at the beginning of the year. And they had to move yeah, their buys up earlier. I don't know if that's the yeah, case, but I'm guessing that's probably what it is. 
Uh, it seems odd that way. It would have been like Titans, Steelers. Yeah, they could. That would make sense. I like that. That's a good point. There was never a Week Twelve buy, by the way. Um, there was never. There, there was never one. <laughs> no. Okay, that's the weirdest thing. Um, Vikings. Vikings. Uh, we've been saying this all season. Stop running Dalvin Cook into the ground. And this is what happens. He he can't play a, a full sixteen week season and stay completely healthy. He is not Derrick Henry. Yes. Like, and that's that's the biggest thing that you need to. Dalvin Cook's phenomenal. One of the best running backs in the league, if not the best running back in the league. I will not argue that. I will argue that running him thirty five, you know, twenty five to thirty five times a game, getting him on the, you know, touching the ball every single down is a bad idea. And now he's hurt. They think he he's on track to play in week thirteen, but this is an issue. Like the Vikings guys, you need to learn from you. Was it the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, hoping for a different outcome? I'm not sitting here saying that Dalvin Cook is trash. I'm just saying like, well, no, you're slow the hell down. I want Dalvin Cook for my fantasy play. You're you're absolutely right. I mean, he's proven that he can't. He does not have the durability to do a full season, and they use him nonstop. And the, you know the carries and the catches and the touches and the targets all look really good on on the on the on the score sheet, but you got to remember he's in there for pass protection all the fucking time too. If you have a delicate running back who is apparently fragile, don't make him pick up pass protection from linebackers and linemen. You're just you're adding to the wear and tear on his body with no 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 production out of it. It's stupid. I hate you. You have a great backup in Madison. Put Give him, him more than two carries a game. Right. Mm. Or get him on the field more to help block or do something in the pass game. There's no pass game for Madison either. Like, I don't know. I don't get it. Well, uh, I, I can I can tell you what it is. Gary, Gary Gooby, Gubiak. The goober. <laughs> the the goobs. Goobs. It's actually Kubiak, but yeah, no, he's a goober. He's 58 years he's uh, young. And, 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 yeah, he, he's he's an old guy uh, that likes his rough and tough run game, so... And you've seen this happen with his other running backs, namely Arian Foster. He used them all the time, too much. He got hurt constantly. You wear these guys down, they just don't come back from it. It's it's stupid. I don't like it. I hate it. Check out our waiver article. Alexander Madison is probably at the top of that list. He's somehow 32% owned, which is stupid. That means that 68% of you people playing fantasy football are stupid, dumb idiots, or you play in an yeah. eight-team league. I mean, this you're is, just a loser. This is the, the <laughs> point in the year, I think, where we all sit there and say, you know, we, we'll say in week three, four, five, don't don't have a handcuff. Don't, you know, you, you don't need a handcuff for certain stud running backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alexander Madison's been somebody where, like, if you have Dalvin Cook, you have Alexander Madison. That's just the way that the world works. Oh, yeah. Number one, you should handcuff him even that early with Cook. Secondly, Madison has not so much this season, but in the past has shown that he has independent standalone value. Mm-hmm. Just, his value usually just skyrockets when Cook goes down. This year, not so much, but he still should be on everybody's roster. I believe he's on my roster. As of right now, yeah. And now it's kind of like Demonte Booker. If Jacobs is even healthy, if you're a Jacobs owner, you should have to own Booker. Yeah. You're right. Uh, Patriots beat the Cardinals. Justin Jefferson, though. Great game. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Actually, I skipped all the wide receivers. All the wide receivers. Hey, Olabissi. Olabissi. Yeah, and, and, and Chad Bippy. Yeah, BC, BB, Brandon Dillon, whoever that is. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, seven for 70 and two touchdowns because um, Thielen was uh, dealing with the Coves I this think, week. I wanted, oh, yeah, he was I wanted to mention right. uh, Kyle Rudolph, too. He's 
been the guy when I expected to see a lot more no, Irv Smith. Seven for sixty-eight. Holy shit! Yeah, well, yeah. Irv <laughs> Smith not bad for tight end. Irv Smith was out with the last probably ten and five. Yeah, the of the last, week. Like the last one, yeah, two or three weeks with Irv Smith out. Rudolph has kind of stepped up, and he's been a. No, he hasn't been a world beater, but he's been effective. You grab a touchdown on top of that, that's a great game. I mean, that's I mean, good for even if not five. six yeah. for seventy-eight. I mean, if you start him in our dynasty league, you're fucking pissed off because. He didn't get the sixty-nine yards for you to, to win twenty bucks. True, but um, you know that's it's a, that's a very neither here point. nor there. But well, we have a very adult and mature dynasty league. Mm-hmm. There was one week that <laughs> the Derek, Derek Henry sucked and got sixty-eight yards. I mean, you couldn't just suck and get one more fucking <laughs> yard. All right, All right um, now we'll go over to the uh, Pat's cards. Yeah, we'll go to the Pat's cards. Oh, that was TikTok. I didn't, I didn't. Which, which uh, TikTok that. video is that? I don't know. It was just the it's 40 the one, It's page. the one of Adam oh Thielen. It's probably hilarious. <laughs> so uh, the Patriots win 20 <laughs> to 17 against the Cardinals. Um, defensive game right here. Yeah, again, just the Patriots playing to the level of their competition. They've done it all season. It's frustrating if you're watching it because you're like, what is this team? I don't know. You play with the Ravens, you play with the Cardinals, and then you lose to the Texans. It doesn't make any sense. I'm not even going to try to make sense of it. Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson should be comparable quarterbacks as far as their play style and their abilities. Yet Deshaun Watson shreds us while Kyler Murray gets held to a pretty oh. ineffective day. Yes, Kyler Murray. Worst game of the year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, outside of being a Hopkins owner, which was still not good, you were disappointed in everyone that played. Oh, except for Kenny Drake. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, the running game was fine. I mean, Chase Simmons got you like 8.9 to 10, whatever um, PPR or pet PPR, but... Yeah, Hopkins, 55 yards, not going to do it for a whatever one. Yeah, and even Drake goes 22 for 78 and two touchdowns. He should have been like 14 for 79 and three touchdowns. Right. Like All of us on the goal line, <laughs> we were trying to get in. Exactly. They had like a 12-play goal line. <laughs> well, there was so – there were – there was some very good pressure by, by New England – uh, oh, yeah, they stopped them, again, like 11 straight times. But, like, they destroyed their line. Like, there was no gap to be seen. And just uh, running into the back of people is not helpful. Yeah. Um, so the Patriots yeah. receivers looking at this, there was three receivers that caught a ball. One of them went for negative yards. So two receivers caught balls for positive yards. Wild. In total. Yeah, Nikhil was the one that... Um, Nikhil. Oh, he didn't negative he, well, run. Yeah, no, no, no. He had, uh, well, yeah, three targets, no catches. He's he's he sucks. He's so bad. So I he mean, sucks. so we, you won't see it on on here, but I mean, I think we text about it during the game. Like, look at him miss that block for Damian Harris. Look at him miss that block for Chance White. Look at him miss the block and Cam gets sacked. Like, look at him get caught for holding two times. Even though <laughs> it's gonna say. even the week before that, yeah, you see Rex Burkhead get hurt because of Nikhil Harry. You see the holding calls. Like, if he's not getting, if he's not five yards away from the defender, he's not catching the ball. And it, when he is, he's just drops it because he's so soft. The, I, the, I can't stand this guy. The most indicative play to me was the one where Cameron Newton is third, third and long. He rolls out right. Nikhil Harry is there. He's five or six yards short of the first down marker. He's standing there. Cam Newton is waving at him. Yep. He's just, he just, he stands, just stands there. there. And whether he was waving, go and take one of these defenders out of the way. And I'll, maybe I'll throw it to you. Or he's going, go to the first down marker. Or he's going, just get out of my way, and I'll go one-on-one with the remaining nope, defender. He literally he, froze. Cam Newton has no confidence in him to break a tackle or gain five yards after the catch because he's so charm and ultra soft. <laughs> charm and ultra soft. It's, it's, it's disgusting. He's maybe the worst receiver in the league, and I don't even mean that with any amount of hyperbole. And we're very big Pats fans. Yep. 
And I was huge on, on Harry when they drafted him. I was like, this is the guy. Finally, we got him. He's Six, big. Four. He's a monster. He'll go up and get it. He's tough after the catch. Turns out, all of that was wrong. DK Metcalf lasted until the second round. That's, that's, that's what happens when you listen to scouting reports. Yep. Everyone's fantastic and the best thing ever. Yep. I guess that's what happens when you draft a wide receiver out of like Arizona State. That's too. what happens if you are New England and you're drafting a wide receiver. Just I know, like just figure out who the Steelers are going to draft and then draft that person. <laughs> can we just <laughs> or, can we can we make or that? draft AJ Brown or DK Metcalf? Then that, right. that might help. Yeah, they're okay. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James White, two touchdowns, Jesus. not too much, but he, five carries. He got the goal line and Harris didn't. Yep. yep. Uh, I know there's no Rex Burkhead. Um, well, they were trying to confuse the. They defense. ran. They yeah, ran that really nice it, option play it, to him too. The the pitch. Uh, right. It was power option. Right. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Right. I yeah, don't sure. know. That was solely because they were trying to confuse the. Well, defense. they had Harris run. Let's I see. think it was like that entire drive was all Harris, Harris scored. Then so, I think there's a flag. Right. Yeah. Was. Nikhil Harry helps. So, <laughs> Nikhil Harry. <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Seriously, uh, Harris was like in on like twelve straight plays, so they had to put White in too. We'll uh, have a Nikhil Harry podcast just for him. Yeah, well, well, he's not worth that. I mean, we're 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 fine, 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 fine. Gaze, a hate podcast. We'll have a, we Gaze, can have a hate. We can have a hate podcast. Gaze, Harry, Doug Peterson, uh, Sona Michelle. Maybe we might get in there. I, I don't know. Matt Nagy. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, well, this guy won't be. Fitzmagic. He's back. Cue it up. Uh, Dolphins twenty three. I don't. I don't have it. We have up. to get that. I don't oh, have it. Oh, 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 Fitzmagic. You, you won against your old team. Oh, that's actually a revenge game. Love it. Revenge I didn't even game. think of that. Uh, 24 for 39, 257, two TDs, three carries for 10 yards. I did not bet on him scoring twice. I just <laughs> want everybody to, point the, to know that. that Killed no, it. Noted. I mean, they were up too, so this game could have been a lot like better for him. Right. But they just ran the ball... 13 times with DeAndre Washington, Brita well, yeah, had so a fumble. That, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, all right, so finally we have Matt Brita has the whole lion's share of the backfield, right? No, DeAndre Washington. And well, he goes out and fumbles like a dumb idiot. Like, this was your chance. They're paying Brita yeah. five, like $5 million a year. So. And they're paying the guy they cut in Jordan Howard five probably million $5 million a, million a year. And they're using a guy that probably costs what for free. A, a million bucks. He's Eight, paying 800 k maybe. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, though, immediately comes back, and what do you see? Devontae Parker, Mike Gesicki both, both have value in the offense. Gesicki caught a really nice touchdown on, on a nice high-point ball, and Parker had eight catches on 14 targets and 119 yards. Mm-hmm. You've not seen lines like that from Parker the entire time Tua was quarterback in the team. So Yep, not even close. Instant, instant bump to that offense. And if Preston Williams has any chance of coming back, now is the time. Get under, get get out there while Fitzmagic is, is slinging it because – that's when you're going to put your numbers up and get me back to wide receiver 36 so I can beat da- uh, Evelyn in the bet. In the bet. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, it, it hurts because I sold Devontae Parker specifically because Tua was Tua. quarterback, yeah. and now here's Fitz. Rightfully so, though. Still, yeah. Still yeah, I mean, right, it, was, so. it was the right move, but, I mean, I should have known in the Man, deepest I'm, depths of in my, my loins <laughs> that uh, but, Fitz I mean, back. I think we'll talk about it next podcast. Like, is if is Fitz the guy going yeah. Or not. yeah, if, yeah, if we'll I'm Flores, it is, but yeah. Um, you want to win. On the flip side, the Jets uh, played Sam, 60 minutes Sam of Sam Darnold's back, baby. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. Two picks. Were, Darnold's that, back, on. slinging them picks. Yeah, right. Hey, Frank Gore looked they, decent. Yeah, yeah. He's exactly. fine. 18 for 74. Do you guys want to know what Let's Sam go. Darnold's touchdown to interception ratio is this year? Yes. Yes. 
Three touchdowns, eight interceptions. I didn't want to know that. That's not good. <laughs> that's less than good. That, Sherman ultra soft. <laughs> he has just as clean. many passing yards as Derrick Henry has rushing yards. Attaboy. Um, Brashard Brashard Perryman. Perryman. Jinx. <laughs> you, you owe me a treehouse. <clears throat> no. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Uh, day two, I'm coming over your house. Uh, uh, Perryman, Mims, Crowder. Those this are is, receivers for the New York Jets. This know, is like the fifth so, week in a row, though, that Mims is has been targeted seven or eight times. It, it, I'm, it just sucks because Crowder started this game like hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he was two catches for twenty five yards. One of them was a twelve yard or sixteen yard catch. From I'm like, oh shit! I left Crowder on my bench. I hate myself. This is going to be, and then there's nothing else. It was like Bashar Perryman and Denzel Mims. I ended up playing Crowder over Mims and did the exact opposite at the end of the game. I was like, ah, I hate myself. I mean, PPR monster, what the hell happened? Yeah. All right. That's too much time spent on Jess. Yeah, I already moved on to the next match. Yeah. On my Browns, <laughs> Browns, uh, the Browns and the Jags. <laughs> Corey has left the room. <laughs> this is a good game, which I was a little surprised by. Um, I don't know if Mike Glennon is the is good the weather. Answer. Yeah, that's true. The first good yeah. weather Browns game since like week yeah. eight, I think. And I cut Jarvis Landry everywhere. So I didn't cut him, but I didn't start him. Yeah. Of course, if I did, like I still wouldn't have. But his first good game, eight catches, one forty-three, and a touchdown, mm-hmm. eleven targets. Maybe he's finally getting healthy. And then you had Nick Chubb, obviously doing Nick Chubb things. I mean, that's just you, you almost expect it. You want to you you hate to say that a hundred and fifty yard rushing game is like average and pedantic, but like. Yeah, I'm used to it for Nick Chubb. It doesn't even surprise me. Anymore. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's right there with Derrick Henry. Like, he, you expect this guy, when healthy, to get those yards, even with Kareem Hunt. You know what's really there. good is that the Patriots drafted Sony Michelle ahead of him. So, uh, I'm just going to bring it up every time. So, uh, as as fast of a play this was, and we, we'll keep talking about, you know, the, who the Pats drafted, and we talked specifically about Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, they ran the ball 39 fucking times. And they passed 20, 29. Like, their pace of play is high. They're scoring a lot, and it's all through these two guys. That's why when I look at the Jarvis Landry line, I go, oh, that's great. I still don't know if I'm ever going to have confidence in him. I mean, one week out of 12. Yeah, it's against it's Jacksonville. And, you know, yeah, yeah, that's what I was right. just going to say. But the super shocking thing was Mike Glennon and the Jags offense against the Browns, who have had a good mm, passing defense. Right. Yep. And maybe, again, the passing defense is a little bit falsely inflated due to the bad weather games they've played. Their ranks are higher because nobody could throw the ball because it's a monsoon. But right. regardless, Mike Glennon comes out, and apparently he's the guy now. I didn't even know he was still in the also, league. With you. Also, that yeah, in, in the positive impact that Glennon made on the uh, passing 30. game, it also made on the running game because right. as much as the Browns are good on uh, in the secondary, their, their rushing attack is top 10. Uh, you know, against in in the league, and James Robinson looked like he had a negative matchup and went off again. Like yeah. this, you know, he was a little slow the last two weeks. You know, not the fifteen to twenty points he was giving you, and then all of a sudden, you know, here we go with a negative matchup. James Robinson looked legit again. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a, like a legit every week start at this point. I mean, yeah, you can't sit him. He's a top him. ten running back. Right. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. And we kind of said too uh, during the trade deadline, like. You can probably sell this guy high. His schedule's getting tough, and he's kind of yeah. Know, that was proved yeah, us wrong. That's a lot of yeah, what what I was going with, and I did it, and I sold him, and and all those things. It you know you know sometimes you're wrong. I mean, 
it, sometimes you're wrong. We, we don't have a crystal ball. We're gonna be wrong. But like the we're idea, gonna, we're gonna the buy idea, one next year. The idea, yeah. Guess. Uh, thank you. I I need one. <laughs> uh, share it. No, no, we'll we'll get it together. Oh, it'll be a yeah, collective we'll thing. Chip in. Do you think uh, those things are cheap? <laughs> I, um, where, where the hell am I going with this? The 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 idea was that you were selling uh, him as a top ten running back anyway. So even if you were to have sold him, you should have gotten enough in return that is going to offset the production that you're missing out on on James Robinson. Right. If you didn't, yeah, uh, I our crystal ball will tell you next. I year. sold him for a DK Metcalf in a league. Yeah, there you go. I sold, I sold par right now. So. I sold him right. in a dynasty league for Austin Eckler. So it's fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it will, yeah that's fine. Um, Colin Johnson, rookie, out of mm-hmm. nowhere, out of boy, have a day. Mm-hmm. I'm not confident. What do you know? The third string quarterback throws to his fifth string wide receiver. That's just. I mean, again, uh, DJ Chark was out. Uh, the guy you throw again, into uh, in practice all year. You know? It's the guy you throw to in practice. And Lavishka threw for the th- thirty-one. I mean, I he know. Was banged be- up. Yeah, beginning of the season though, he was hyped up, but uh, he's it's it's been new... injured here right. and there, and three different quarterbacks. It's for right. a it's rookie. Again, like you said, new quarterback, you can't really make any trend or understand what this is going to be like going forward until you see the trend and see how many games yep. you know they're going to hey, go. Hey, Colin for. Johnson is a rookie. Lavishka next year with DJ Chark back, healthy. Yeah, not bad. Solid core. James Robinson. Yeah, of maybe James Fields James the quarterback. Uh, Justin. Justin Fields. <laughs> Jamesy. <laughs> uh, Saints Broncos. Do I don't you want to talk about uh, the Saints. Yeah, well, I don't even know if I want to talk about any of these guys, to be completely honest. Saints won 31-3 against the Broncos. Broncos didn't have any quarterback. A lot of people asking if they should start Kendall Hinton. Yeah, please don't ever get Asking cute. twice. Right. Are you sure? Because he's a receiver. He's a quarterback. Guess what? You Yikes. got negative fantasy points. Good for yeah. you. And um, learned your lesson. And nothing bad against this guy at all. This guy got thrown into the pit and he had no chance to even succeed at all. So if you're bashing this guy on Twitter, don't, um, this poor guy came out of nowhere said, Hey, you're the quarterback for the week. Yeah. If you're bashing this guy on Twitter, get a life. Oh yeah. But I mean, they honestly, they honestly asked the NFL, they could start an assistant coach at quarterback. They did the strength and conditioning coach. They asked, they were denied. Yeah. That is so bad. Um, I I bet you John Elway was like, I'll suit up. (laughs) I can still sling him. Sure. Joke was. was out there. Um, so I don't even want to talk about them, at the Broncos at all. No, they're um, positive. The, I, th- I think the only thing about the Saints that we really need to talk about is how uh, Taysom Hill is destroying all of the fantasy relevance for the Saints players except for himself. <laughs> and Lat. And Lat Murray. And Lat, but, I mean, a great game, right, but, yeah. but that's if you're starting him. Yeah. Right. Most times you're not going to start Lat. Right, right, and you destroy Kamara, who used to be a, RB1. a lock start. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, he still is. You're still gonna. You're, you're hoping for the upside every week, but now you're like, oh god, I have to start. You can't bench again. Him. Yeah, this is just the worst time for this to happen. Um, we're are we expecting Breeze to come back? Fifteen. There's a week chance 15. that okay. he comes back week fifteen. After all is said and done, there was a total of thirteen cracked ribs. How Eight on the left, six five I mean, on the right. The th- oh. Thing is, their first. So if they can, if they can lock in the first, but week fifteen. I don't know if he comes back. How do you mm-hmm. break or crack? I'm not sure if they're like, able to, but like move. Yeah, I really hope he comes back, but 
that's just me being a selfish year, fantasy owner. Yeah, for your fantasy team. We had three more matchups to get through. And the, one of the reasons I want to skip that is because I think that game is so much of an anomaly. We we don't really need to go into it too deep. Um, I want to talk about the Chiefs and the Bucks because yep. that this is a team th- this should have had fantasy gold written all over it and it it just honestly didn't uh, I mean, unless you were Tyreek Hill owner. say it did for the Chiefs. <laughs> unless you were the Tyreek yeah, Hill owner. Jesus. The Chiefs. guy was on pace for 140 fantasy points at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. Chiefs Chiefs won 27-24. Yeah, I mean you get 13 receptions and 269 yards and three touchdowns out of your receiver. That's good for your entire receiving core. With 51 fantasy points in half PPR. That's crazy. Mahomes, again, 462 for three touchdowns. It wasn't even his highest uh, output as – it was the second highest output as a pro at quarterback, which is kind of ridiculous. 462 It was his second, second highest? <laughs> really? Yep. No. no. Well, I mean, at, at halftime, he was on pace oh, to God. shatter the uh, all-time record, and he kind of fell off. Year four? <laughs> yeah, crazy. He's good. Um, and Brady had a good well, – he had a good game stats-wise – if yeah. you watched him play the game, he was off. It was bad. Yeah, he struggled. It was crazy. Bad. And him and Arians do not seem like they're on the same page. That post, uh, yep. that was awkward. Yep. They seem to dislike each Byron other. Byron Leftwich actually called out Tom Brady last week, and I laughed directly at it because I thought Byron Leftwich had no no business talking anything about Tom Brady. Yet he is the offensive coordinator, so um, I guess he has a little bit of business there. There, there is a lot of clashing going on. Yeah, but as as a quarterback, as a professional athlete playing a game where you're the quarterback, you have no right to be upset. Your job is to go out there and execute what the coaches want you to do. You have Mike Evans, you have Chris Godwin, you have Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, Rob Gronkowski. The list goes on Antonio and on. Brown. I mean, but Antonio he only, Brown. Exactly, he only wants to throw to Antonio Brown. He. He wants to throw to the guys he wants to throw to, but that's not the way that plays are designed. Tom Brady was sloppy in this game. Well, so I, I read an interesting um, comment from Bruce Arians. He said the quarterback looks confused out there. Number one, I don't think Tom Brady gets confused. He's in 20 years of football. He's seen everything that any team's going to throw at him. But what I also read in, in part of this thread was that Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich's offense is designed to have the quarterback make reads while the play is developing on the field in front of him, not pre-snap. The Patriots are the direct polar opposite of that. All of your reads are pre-snap. You know where you're going with the ball before it's even it's even hiked. That is a monumental change for Brady to make decisions on the fly. So I double back on the confused thing. I, I don't think he's confused, but I think this is new for him. And I yeah. think that could be a yeah, big part of why he's not having the success that he's had because you're seeing him throw balls where there's no receivers on a regular basis. Well, and that might go back to the Brady route tree, right? right. Where he is saying, I'm expecting you to be in a position – based on what I'm seeing. And if you're not there, you're not there. Whereas it's a progressional read through in their offense where it's you run your route and you read through your, your progressions as opposed to you receiver read what the defense is doing and be in a certain spot that I want you to be in. Right. Cause I mean, that's, the, that's the big fundamental difference for any quarterback is you're allowing your receivers to have three routes that they can run on any given play. And, and Brady's on track to throw his most interceptions in a season since 2011. I think they said during the broadcast and that lends a lot of uh, insight into, into what Jameis Winston went through last year. Like Jameis Winston is probably 75% of the quarterback that Tom Brady is. He threw twice as many interceptions. That follows completely logically. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Like, I mean, put him in a system. Put him in an <laughs> offense that works better for what he's good at. Let him make pre-snap reads. Maybe he's a good NFL quarterback. Let's see what he can do on the Patriots. <laughs> Bring him back, baby. Um, 
it, it, and the reason I want to talk about it is, I mean, and, and it's important to talk about this is because you did not see the blow. I mean, Mike Evans had his two TDs. One of them was for five yards, as they always are. <laughs> uh, you know, Godwin had a, had a solid day. Uh, Antonio Brown didn't. I thought Antonio Brown had a blow-up spot in this matchup because I was Same. like, well, this is right, going to be too. just, especially watching Pat Mahomes just go, I'm going to flick my wrist all night long. And yeah. I was, I was, sh- I mean, Tampa's defense shut him down in the second half, but uh, that is what Yeah, it it's because they stopped putting just Corey Davis on him. Like <laughs> thinking that just a one-on-one and Tyree kill was a smart idea. Yeah, I mean, you saw these guys trying to go one-on-one with Tyreek and then getting burned repeatedly and then trying to fight him after the whistle. Yeah. It's like, why don't you put some effort into stopping him? Maybe that would help. Nah. That being said, when he backflipped into the end zone, I was hoping somebody was going to take his head off. <laughs> Did you? Um, I so I, uh, I I actually saw a TikTok about how Tyreek Hill gets fined for his peace sign. I don't know if everybody knows this, but no. he, gets, he gets fined for when he does the peace sign running down the field for whatever reason, yeah, for taunting. taunting. So his glove, when he makes a full hand with it open – the black parts are just the two so he can run down the field. And they're like, Tyreek Hill's just trolling the NFL right now. Uh, but he chose the backflip anyway. So uh, <laughs> he's a monster. Uh, we can probably talk about the CEH Love Bell thing. I want to touch on it. We yeah. can touch on it next podcast. Um, that's one of our to believe or not to believes for a teaser for those of you that have, have uh, that are here. Uh, but let's move on to the Bears-Packers. Uh, Packers 41, Bears 25. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think that there's too many notes to be made. I think the most notable was the Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones split, which we may end up talking about a little bit on the next podcast as well. Both of them having 17 carries. Jamal Williams is the one with the touchdown. You sit there and you go, hmm, well, I would have liked that to Ben Aaron Jones's. I would have loved that to be Aaron Jones's. Oh, for sure. And I, I think one big thing here was the Bears defense getting a little bit exposed by the Packers offense, but... A part of that is obviously the two picks thrown by Mitch Trubisky, giving the Packers the ball in, in positions on the field where they can convert to touchdowns. I mean, Aaron Rodgers had four touchdowns, only threw for 211 yards. It's not it's not a huge day for him by any means. But what looked good, minus the interceptions, was the Bears' offense for the first time in a while. 242 yards, three passing touchdowns for Trubisky. David Montgomery has 103 yards on 11 carries. Yeah. By far his most efficient day of the year from a guy who's been stuffed for two yards a carry for most of the season. Everything looked up for the Bears minus their defense that kind of let them down for the first time on the season. If they can figure that out and Trubisky can rally this team around them, they could be in the money. So Nagy was asked, you know, should Trubisky be the quarterback going forward? He goes, I see no reason not to. Um, what a non-committal response from such well, a fucking chump. Well, yeah, he's, he, he's a chump. <laughs> but I, I don't know what's going on exactly with Nick Foles. I forget what his injury is. Um, but there, there, there's you know, some part of me that has watched Nick Foles play all season going, this is not better than Trubisky. And Trubisky did do better while Trubisky chokes a lot and throws interceptions. He's at least going to put you in a better position to make a play. And he's far more mobile. Like, yep. that is important to this offense. Yeah, he is. I mean, and regardless of what Foles' injury is, I think even before the injury, we kind of watch each week saying, when are they going to pull him? Right. And, so I think it's it's Trubisky's team going forward. All fantasy owners want this because Allen Robinson is totally revived. Oh, I <laughs> love this for, for being an Arab owner. You saw A-Rob throughout the, the entire time Foles on the field when Foles would miss him, look frustrated, look up to the sky, roll his eyes. Kind of like, I'm like, wide open. Like, hit I'm me, right hit here. me with the ball. You didn't see it this game. I think he just likes Mitch more. And sometimes... 13 or... 
Yeah. Th- 13 targets. Sometimes you just have to pander to your diva wide receiver. And I'm not it, saying he's a diva. I shouldn't say that. But, like, he's your number one guy. If he wants Mitch Trubisky, Matt Nagy should sit down with Allen Robinson and say, who do you want to throw you the ball? He's a free agent Pick that guy. next season. Please this guy as much as possible or you're going to lose an right. unreal talent. I think he's not going to stay in who's, Chicago. Who's going to be yeah, your probably. wide receiver next year? Darnell Mooney? Mooney <laughs> right. and Anthony Miller. I don't even know if Anthony Miller. I think he might be up, too. I don't know. Woof. Um... Packers we, uh, side of the ball. I want to just jump to that real quick. Oh, yeah. Please so we, we talked about uh, the three wide receivers who had the most red zone snaps a couple weeks ago. Right. Alan Lazard scores. Lizard. Alan Lazard was number three on that list of red zone snaps, and he scores. All three wide receivers had a good well, – excuse me. MVS Tanya. didn't get a target. Well, MVS sucks. That guy, I hate that guy. What did I tell you? Was he, he fumbled. Hurt? He's out. No, uh, he played the entire game. Okay. Well, he was, he was hurt going into the game. He was healthy. He was on the okay. field. The interesting yeah. thing, though, I will say is, I told you, he fumbled. Aaron Rodgers hates him. He's not going to throw the ball. Aaron Rodgers came out and publicly defended him because I guess Packers fans are going at him on Twitter telling him he should die and some hard, hard oh. shit like that. Yeah, that and Aaron, that's and Aaron Rodgers is like, why don't you calm down? It's a game. I thought so they I was were like, supposed to be really nice in Wisconsin. <laughs> he, right. he also caught two touchdown passes the week before that. Hey, from Wisconsin. <laughs> why don't you shoot yourself in the head or something? I'm going to go <laughs> drown your Nevada cheese. <laughs> But, but yeah. no, yeah, I mean, that, that's a good thing. Aaron Rodgers gets, a, I think, a bad rap as being kind of a dick, and that's a nice thing to, for him to come and say. And then he went through the guy's zero passes all game. But Well, he did at one point say that MVS was the most improved wide receiver of the entire team, and I think that was at the beginning of last year. It's just I hate MVS because no I thought his promise was great and through the roof, and he did nothing. He burnt me. And also, Alan Lazard got popped in this game. I don't know if he came yeah. back after that. I'm he, not sure. I don't think he did. He did. Oh, no, no, he did. He did. Yeah. Um... He, he was know, only out for like a series. Or I know two. he's fine, but okay, it good. looked it looked very bad. Well, because he was grabbing his midsection after Jalen Johnson, rookie cornerback for the Bears, smoked a good, clean, hard hit oh, yeah, right in the hit. gut, but he just had That's abdominal surgery, right, core right, muscle exactly. surgery. So I was scared when I saw that for him. Also, Jalen Johnson, I know we don't talk about defense. He's a, a candidate for rookie of the year, uh, defensive rookie of the year by far. One of the best seasons we've had from a rookie cornerback next to your boy in Dallas, whose name escapes me at the moment. The... Uh, the other corner. Yeah, I freak. Yeah, him. Uh, I'm I'm staring at our next matchup. Going, how do we not talk about this for 15 minutes? <laughs> um, but Seattle beats the uh, Philly 23 to 17. Um, Trayvon Diggs. Uh, that's the uh, the other rookie corner in in Dallas. Yes. Just FYI. Thank you. Uh, Seattle beats the Eagles 23 to 17. We'll try and keep it nice and short because I know all of us have a complex with the Eagles right now, and everybody has something to say. Russell Wilson was Russell Wilson. Uh, DK Metcalf was DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett was Tyler Lockett when DK Metcalf is going off. Right, yeah. David Moore's an asshole. Uh, Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde split was was nice. So yeah. <laughs> David Moore three for three negative for six negative and a touch. Six. The the fade that they threw to him, I was like, oh my god, that's a DK. Oh, fuck that you. Was, the, the, that was a nice throw. Yeah, it was, was a beautiful catch throw. too. I mean, but. Because everyone was like, well, you're not going to go to David Moore. And Carson had like a Chris Carson had a, probably a twenty, maybe fifteen, twenty yard touchdown run called back on a holding. So mm-hmm. yeah, he and then and then the game. sixteen yard run was awesome as well. Chris Carson was running freaking hard. Yeah, like he looked really good, and they definitely did want to ease him back <laughs> in because he just is a bull in a china, you know, shop. He he can't. He has one speed, and it's full throw. I was going to literally just say that this is a coach that said I'm going to ease my running back in, and then did do that. <laughs> Eight carries. Perfect. You're a smart guy, Pete Carroll. I, I respect yeah. your decision making. Fifteen. Yep. Which is what For you should do. Much, well, I I thought I thought the 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 split was an interesting split, but I thought both backs were 
effective enough. I mean, I know Carlos Hyde's stat line isn't I'm surprised crazy. One point. Well, he had that big loss. He, he was, he had it was, a it was huge like a loss. six-yard loss and kind of destroyed his He, was he had a few other kid. losses. He too. was getting killed down the stretch of the game where right. they put him in just to run clock. They said, we're going to yeah. run like a sweep yeah. outside. But, but whatever. before he that... Good couple runs. Yeah, yeah, I thought he looked. I, he, he, had couple, he had a catch that was nice. That stat line, I thought it'd be a lot better than that, to be honest. So that, yeah, fifteen for for twenty two. It's just interesting to see how Carlos Hyde succeeds with Chris Carson off the field. Mm. It'd be interesting to see if the split continues or if they just say, "No, nah, we're going to give Chris Carson the ball twenty times." It'd a game be smart as a playoff so. team to continue to do that. Yes, I I yeah. do agree with that. All right, want to get into the meat and potatoes of this? Well, so we can go over to uh, the Philadelphia the side of the the ball, and uh, Jalen Hurt. Wait, Jalen Hurt. Is it Hurts or Wentz? I'm, I'm, well, it's I'm definitely not. Sure. It's they definitely were, not. Hurts. There was an entire series where I don't think Doug Peterson knew who was starting and, quarterback. And no, no, Carson no. Wentz and, and Jalen Hurts didn't know who the, the, the center doesn't know who he's snapping it. No, <laughs> half the time it's like. The Hurt. Monday Night Football crew was making well, fun of the Eagles the, online yeah. team. Yeah. The first Jalen Hurts play came in, it was a false Fa- start because false start. Um, his cadence was off. Yeah, he's like, wait, what are you doing? His cadence was half a second slower. They they said it on the, prod, the, the broadcast, replayed it. Jalen Hurts' cadence is not Carson Wentz. That's a massive issue if you right. are filtering in and out of you your quarterback. In practice, you would... You would get that to a T if you're going to say, "Hey, we're going to play both quarterbacks to, well, during the game." Let's. I think a good coach would do plan that. This. I just mm. think Doug Peterson's not a good coach. But you saw Jalen Hurts. I mean, he didn't do anything. He was supposed to get so much more involved. We we're supposed to see him for drives, and like you said, the, the announce the announcing crew was like, "Where's the drives that we we're supposed to see Jalen Hurts on?" We saw him on two or three plays, and that was it. So he came in for the one six yard out to Alshon Jeffrey, left the game, and that was it. Yeah. And, you know, and then he came in again. He came in he to came hand in. it off. Yeah. But yes. And then you put Carson Wentz out there. And I actually loved having I think it was Brian Greasy on the uh on the on the call. And he was just breaking it down so well. And and he said a lot of things that we've all been saying. Like, listen, you spent all this money on Carson Wentz. You really can't cut ties with him. He showed that he can play in the NFL. He's a he's a winner. He made some nice runs this game. He really shows that he's he's there to compete, even though he got sacked a hundred more times. But you saw some of the terrible balls that he threw and some of the worst decisions. He's he, he was like, he's floating the ball way too much. He needs to work on his trajectory. You saw him make reads in the red zone uh, when they went for it on fourth down. Like He's like, this is a man route. This is a man route. This is a hook curl. That's never going to beat man-to-man coverage. Why are you throwing it to him? And I'm like, wow, I never even would have seen that if I had didn't have a professional NFL quarterback or former quarterback point that out to me. Yeah, so right. I don't know, Tom. I know you're a big fan of this guy, Brett Coleman, on on YouTube. Did oh, you, he did a whole Carson Wentz breakdown. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it's so I saw it. Uh, this was just actually came out uh, on Monday morning, uh, talking about everything, and and there was three things that he blamed it on: it was mechanics, hero ball, and then Doug Peterson was actually the third thing. Um, and knowing again everything what you said, what Greasy said. You know, you were, you were married to the guy. So there is room to still grow with Wentz. He is only a four-year quarterback. In, in, in retrospect, 2017 was his, his breakout year. Um, I think, you know, there could have been some, some better, you know, play from him in this game as well. But there was a statement at, at the end of the first half that Carson Wentz literally took over the team. They, they said, all right, enough of going in the huddle. We're going to go fast pace. Even the announcer said, oh, I like this pace. And and Wentz took it all the way and scored, and that made the game fourteen to six. I think they missed the field goal. 
Yep, and then you see other stuff where you look at the stat line and say, okay, Carson Wentz threw the ball 45 times. They ran it nine times. Like, you need to get Miles Sanders the ball and get him involved so then everybody in the whole stadium doesn't know that Carson Wentz is throwing it. Like, this is not a Carson Wentz's bad issue as much as it is a Doug Peterson and his play calling is off. Even towards the end, we were talking about it in the group chat, they, they went for it on fourth down when they were in field goal range needing 11 points. You need a field goal and a touchdown with a two-point conversion. Why go for it on fourth down when you still need to kick a field goal? Like, it's yeah, so stupid. Horrible. So stupid. And that's not Carson Wentz's call. Carson Wentz not saying leave me on the field. Well, maybe he is, but Doug Peterson's the coach, and he needs to say, no, 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 that's not the right call. So no matter how much you want to scapegoat Wentz and say Hurts could be the guy, Peterson needs to figure his shit out before anybody else. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll give you one example of one of the worst play calls was Jalen Hurts was under center. Carson Wentz was split out wide, and Jalen Rager. You had two wide receivers on the yeah. field. Your quarterback was one of them. What the hell do you think the, the team's going to do? The team knows that you're going to run the Jamal ball. Adams, like, I'm blitzing like, right away to Sanders. You, you, do, you have that formation. You, if you want to have two quarterbacks on the field, have two quarterbacks on the field. But you do it when you have four or five pass catchers out there to confuse the team of what the hell's going on. I mean, maybe sit back and shotgun with a, with a running back to your right. I also want to throw this out there that if you're going to have two quarterback uh, packages, your starting quarterback's the one that's under center. And yes. your scat quarterback is the one yeah. that is somewhere else you on the field. The one that got eleven hundred rushing yards in college. <laughs> like I can't, I can't, I, I just, I can't get over how I will defending Carson Wentz is hard. I will defend Carson Wentz. I think that Carson Wentz is playing hero ball because he has to, and I think he's getting sent mixed messages because he's getting he like the play call. It's thirty nineteen, and they're running five yard outs. It's like, dude, Peterson, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like yeah. this makes no shot at all. What is this? What is this play call? So anyway, I, we could sit here and talk about the Eagles forever. I wrote an article about it, topshelffantasy.com uh, backslash. Whose One thing fault is in any way. I forget it's on the, the homepage. Yeah, it's somewhere. One thing I noticed too is there was a certain part of the same drive I was talking about in the end of the first half. Uh, Carson Wentz looked to Dallas Goddard. And said something to him real quick, pounded him on the chest or whatever, and then he proceeded to get three of the balls. It just seems like going forward, Carson Wentz understands that there's really no one that I'm going to be able to trust. I'm not going to trust the rookie. I'm not going to trust Fulgham, who uh, you know really came onto the seniors this year. Greg Ward has only been the past two years. Hightower is the only other guy. Jeffrey has completely lost his his step. He Dallas look Goddard. Like he can move. Dallas Goddard is the guy that he is going to continue to get good. the work. Yes. And that touchdown was great by him too i mean he knows he missed one i think or went to him we're on the same page and he was kind of like all right my bad went yeah. right back to him he, he must have said like it's son. just it's just me and you buddy and he, yeah. he like, missed one it. though he missed one short in like the first quarter and i was like you gotta fight back to that ball or at least draw the pi the next time carson Wentz misses him short again he does fight back to the ball he draws the pi it's like yeah it's great it's, oh, it's freaking fantastic you get you get the uh the, the foul and you get the position on the field why don't you throw the ball five yards further and let well, him run under? They and get did a say like if there was any further, that's like a sixty-yard touchdown. Yeah, and, and <laughs> he had it twice. Like, yeah. I, you got to figure you that is something that is directly Carson Wentz. But I think that happens, and then Doug Peterson sees it and he goes, "Oh, this guy," and then he shuts down. He doesn't doesn't call a good play for the next one. He just gives up, and you can't have that as a head coach either. People are going to make mistakes. Well, I mean, they they came off at one point, and I think it was Craig who pointed it out and was like, "Oh, this was so funny." When when they didn't know who the quarterback was, like. 
Wentz walked over to the offensive coordinator and was like, what's going on? And Peterson's like, no, Hurts, it's okay. It's like No, dude. no. So what actually was is Wentz came directly off standing on the sidelines, talking with the with the uh, tablet, with the offensive coordinator, going over plays. Hurts had his helmet off over at the bench, and Peterson just kind of like got his hands in his pocket, like wandering around. And he taps Hurts on the shoulder, and Hurts has his back tor- turned towards him. And he's talking to the players on the bench. And he looks over his shoulder. He's like, oh, hey, what's up? And, like, look back to his players. And, like, and Peterson just kind of, like, walked away. So there's no real communication between uh, Peterson Fire and Wentz him. anymore. And, and it did not look like at all that Hurts even cared to hear what Peterson had to say. Um, well, he's, he's probably pissed, too. He's like, listen, you told me I was going to get drives. Like, I got three snaps. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a rookie, yeah. I mean, you you hear that and you go, here's my opportunity. I mean, yeah. a lot of people aren't in this position. Uh, one thing I wanted to point out before we go off of this, Eagles owner was uh, not at the game in the previous. I did not realize that, but apparently that does not happen often. He's at most games, home and away. Wow. Sends a message at this game, looked visibly pissed off the entire game. And then Peterson was asked, whose decision is it on the quarterback? And he says, that is mine a guy who had substitution packages where clearly the team was confused on who the quarterback is. Uh, Doug Peterson's indecisive. I I would not be surprised if he's gone. I had something else I wanted to mention about this game before we got off of it. Oh, well. Um, We've talked long enough about the Eagles. We We cannot keep making excuses. Carson Wentz has been awful. The Eagles have been awful. Dallas Goddard looks like he's going to be there. Miles Sanders, I don't even know if he's startable anymore. I mean, we should probably talk about that in his goddamn drops because uh, I don't yeah, know. Sanders Miles Sanders is a, is a massive he, disappointment. He he was also visibly upset too. Like he knew he, he there was one time he threw his hands in the air to himself. Like you are not trying that hard. That was a ball where was it at the very least a ten yard first down catch. Right. If anything more, it might have been a twenty five yard if you could break the tackle. And the thing is, you saw how effective Boston Scott was when he was the only guy there. Right. Why can't Sanders do that if he's supposed to be the better back? Yeah. I, I mean, the good thing know. is, like, at the end of the game, he was in there as the pass. I mean, the pass. They're both pass catching backs, and Sanders was still in there at the same time. You're kind of hoping, you know, maybe Boston Scott would be in there if he's a startable guy next week. But I think Boston Scott is an anchor in um, Sanders. So it missed the docket. We have another game to go over. It's the 49ers and Rams. I don't want to. I don't want to. I was shocked that the Niners Cam Akers. won. There's that. Cam Akers. Uh, we will be talking about Cam Akers. Yeah, so we'll save podcast. the Cam Akers was, part for um, the next podcast. But That's he, fair. And it was – but, uh, uh, you know, okay, so then we're not going to talk about the backfield. That's fine. Um, Jared Goff looked bad again. You know, the he 49ers. Sucks. Naturally. Are, He's yeah, not a good we had a, exactly. we had a massive Naturally. discussion, too, about Carson Wentz and Jared Goff. And our buddy, our buddy Jeff is a Goff truther. And I was like, yeah. Wrong person he loves truther for. Um, we yeah. should just post Only, our screenshots from that. Because I'm <laughs> there's some really good conversations that go on in that group <laughs> the, the Italian ice. I yeah, mean, you you got to go with Luigi's. <laughs> yeah. Okay? It's a classic. We're adults here. Um, uh, and only lemon. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cherry, watermelon, none of that. What about the pina colada? Is a pina colada Italian ice? Oh, absolutely there is. Must try. Uh, <laughs> I can't drink sauce of pina colada Italian ice. <laughs> <laughs> so Robert Woods was the only bright spot uh, in the receiving game. I talking about that. <laughs> um, we'll go over it quick. Um, obviously, we're talking stinks. about K-Makers did well as well. So going over to the 49ers side, I think is the most important topic of this game, is that Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Jarek McKinnon, all on the field at the same time. 
the uh, splits were between Mostert and Wilson. Debo Samuel came back. Richie James, you know, showed up a little bit. Uh, well, sorry, he had the one catch. Um, but Debo uh, coming back is huge. Yeah, Debo uh, had, had he, come back. He had a great game. It, it is so funny. They got him watch. involved in everything. Well, it's so funny to watch Debo and Brandon Ayuk because I don't think both of them have been on the field at the same time this year. They, I think one and a half weeks. And they play <laughs> the same freaking role. Debo looks like a running back, too. Ayuk's He's back thick. next week, so that'd be it's interesting g- to see. It's going to be so interesting to see how they get this. But, yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, that's is that, that it? Yeah, Listen. That 23 to 20, 49ers one. Uh... Do we get shout outs to anything? We get a shout out to, to anybody? Nothing this week. No promo codes, nothing? No. Shout out to Black so. Freight. We had shout no out to Cyber Tyler. Monday deal. Black shout Monday. out to Tyler for recapping you know, them boobies. Recapping them boobies. Shout out to CNP products. CNP products. I'm sure, he's got, I'm sure he's got something running for Black Friday. Oh, didn't, didn't, uh, there's another uh, sponsor of the site. Didn't she just, your, your sister in law, just get into some like. Yes, like competition um, or something. Not competition. Uh, she got a new job. It, 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 it's for uh, like it's called Baktivity. Um, she's like the um, like the face of the company, and she does these YouTube videos for them. Like they send you kits. It's, it's kind of like when are we getting like cookies? M- like uh, Dollar Shave Club, but like like a monthly m- subscription. Monthly gets, yeah, and then you watch the video online, which is her. All right, so um, shout out to Baktivity. Shout, shout out to Baktivity. Shout out to Maddie Katruba. <clears throat> okay. Maddie K. Cool. In all of these kits, there there better be a TSF football cookie. Can we get a cookie? We can try. I mean, she no, actually just she moved to North Carolina today. But <laughs> North Carolina? <laughs> no, 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 no. She doesn't have to. She's just, there. Just make it. Send it on Instagram. That's fine. Yeah. See, yeah. we, we need a, we I need a that, TSF we, I think that we we'll did talk have about her baked it. goods on our site for a bit. We did. No, yes. she's, I think she's still you, on there. If you click the link, it, it's they're, st- they're still on there. Nice. Right. Well, cookies from uh, Maddie Kachurba. Is that the name of everything? Uh, it's business. the squeaky wheel. The squeaky wheel. Squeaky wheel. So many names we just threw at <laughs> Go out, go out Activity, there. Activity, squeaky wheel. Don't worry about it. Uh, Top Chill Fantasy, that's your week 12 recap. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.